Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. If you want to listen to this episode or any of our episodes ad-free, you can do that now. Head on over to Patreon. Click on the ad-free level. You get all of our bonus shows that you've been hearing so much about. Plus, every single day, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday, you can listen to this episode or any of our other episodes at the same time, ad-free, over on Patreon. everyone this is david welcome back behind the velvet rope let's just get right into it today because we are joined by the one the only sarah farasia david i love you so much as always um you know we we talk about bravo uh news on these episodes but i did want to get really quick i'm just throwing it out there a teaser for our wonderful listeners britney spears do we think she's going to do well now that she's going through her divorce? How many divorces is this? Kevin Federline, the guy she went to high school with. I think this is divorce number three. Between you and our other correspondent, well, one of our other correspondents, Rachel Yucatel, she texted yeah. me too and said, I want to talk about Britney next time. And I was like, who's Britney? Like Frank Catania's <laughs> girlfriend? Like, are you having a random R-H-O-N-J thought? Well, there's a Britney that is dating Frank Catania. And I'm like, okay, well, like, what did she do? And why do you want to talk about her? She's like, Spears. I'm like, oh, um, I do you think Britney, you're not really a big Britney fan, not, are you? Honey, I did. I, I met Britney like a million times. I did the meet and grade at her show. I have a million pictures of Britney. <gasps> really? It, doesn't, See, it her- doesn't go well. I mean, she's very, she's just shy. She literally stands there and there's like, uh, the interaction is very strange. Well, I met her at Billboard Music Awards when she did her single with Iggy Azalea and Larry. Oh, God. What, what was the famous manager yes. from a long time? Well, anyway, Larry was there and no Rudolph, photo. Larry Rudolph. Was it Larry Rudolph? 
Very nice. Everybody was very nice. She and she, but you know what was what was sad? She was so coherent. She was very coherent. She was very sweet. But they said absolutely no photos. They had her security. They had Larry. They would come around to the radio stations, give us the heads up beforehand, and you had five minutes with her. I mean, she was she was really great. And then I went to her circus tour. But I I just, you know, I get so infuriated now. I, I I have such hatred towards the whole free Britney movement, and now I just worry so much about her. You don't I just think, think she's okay. No, I don't. And I think what did freeing her with Free Britney? Now, were there some parts of that conservatorship that were absolutely taking advantage of her? A hundred percent. But what do we think is going to be the future for her now? Uh, the Britney army is going to come for you today, my girl. I don't give but a rip. I'm so over it. It's so stupid. It's it's so dumb. These people petition Let for something. Come. They don't even know her inner workings of her life. And now she's been the- acting strange. I mean, just like this whole, did you see like she was with all the guys and she's like, I'm just, she listened. She's trying yes. to prove that she's just fine, but uh, I do. And feel that guy that friend. So, so now they're saying, oh, it's a guy friend or whatever, licked her boot and then like basically smelled her butthole. I mean, and they, I mean, and she is hanging out that. with, it's like, I, I, I don't know. I feel so, I'm like, how are they not? How do we know these men are not taking advantage of her physically, mentally, sexually? I mean, it's just like, it's so you cannot tell me that people think she's okay. I mean, this is what, look, I mean, I think anyone like, God, I just goes back to this. I say it all the time, but I have to say it again. Don't get married. Don't like, why? Like, you don't think there's any chance that this person, I don't care how much money they have or how little money they have. They have less than you by a lot. Let's start with that fact. You don't think maybe just maybe, just a matey when they fall in love with you and date you and buy you a ring. I don't care how big the ring is. You don't think maybe they want some money from you? Yes, 100% of the time. I have another friend. I'm not going to mention who it is. It's someone that we all know who is wealthy, who dated someone who said like, oh yeah, the guy basically like blackmailed me for money. It's someone in the public eye. And I'm like, of course he did. Of course he did. Everyone knows you have a ton of money. This is how it works. So just, I don't know. I just don't know. Are there some people that fall in love with someone with a ton of money with truly altruistic goals? Sure. But somewhere along the way, when you're on your fifth private jet, I think what you started with starts to get all mingled. I don't know. This guy wants her money. Shocker. Shocker. Well, they supposedly have an ironclad prenup. You know, he's not going to get much. But then there is this whole thing of, you know, what are you going to pay to keep him quiet? You know, I mean, well, he, that's what he keeps saying that he knows he's been there bodies for six years. Yeah. And I mean, you know, it's not a pretty picture. You know, even Kevin mm-hmm. Federline, who I'm sure got paid to do a tell all with the Daily Mail and then begged them. And they in the end did not publish everything that was really said because he thought it would be just so damaging to her. I mean. We know it just I I just cannot believe that people uh, like uh, I don't know. It's just people are fucking morons. I swear to God, they really are like it is so sad. You think that the future for her now is going to be better. I looked at that video that was so sad. I mean, this woman is 41 years old. We are the same age. She has two beautiful sons that now live in Hawaii with Kevin, who she doesn't speak to. I mean, you think that this is going to go well. Her hanging out with these guys. I mean. Maybe they have the best of intentions and they've been friends with her for a long time and they're taking good care of her and everything was fun. But you think the next round are going to? I just, 
it is so disturbing to see these pictures over and over. Supposedly, Jamie Lynn, her sister, and her mom are back in the picture. Um, I mean, they have no control over her because the conservatorship is over. So there's nothing. I mean, they can suggest to her that she Listen, when you were in a money. conservatorship and now you're not, I think it's there's no I think. Imagine if you were in a conservatorship I mean, until like back. 39, you would be on a wild, like, okay, fine. Like, you know, she did just speak out and say, I'm shocked that she was shocked about the divorce, the announcement, but that goes you know, to show you where her mental health is. You're not shocked. I mean, apparently he was taking off for weeks at a time. I mean, an affair. I don't, I don't think this man, you know, I'm not giving him a ton of credit. I don't know him. Maybe he's a complete asshole as well. But I mean, they were together and dating on and off for six years. I mean, I think he cared about her at some point. And could anybody take that? I mean, seeing the video, I get so wound. I just, it's, she is another, to me, what's so sad is she is like on the level of Michael Jackson, of Beyonce, of Taylor. She should be living her life like Taylor Swift is. And this amazing moment where she's taking in the love from the audience and she is one of the greatest performers. And I'm just like, God, this is not like, how is this going to end in a positive way? So sad. Like no one else feels this way. I don't know. You know what also is sad for me? No, I mean, I get it. You know, apparently, Rachel, you could tell she wants to come on the page. I'm like, honey, if you come on the Patreon again, you got to talk about Bravo. Um, I, you know what is also shocking is that we are well into the season of RHONJ. And this whole thing of like, how is this going to work with like old school Teresa and Melissa just not speaking to each other? Well, that's how it's working. I mean, we are filming we have scenes where pictures are immersing where Louis's back is just towards Melissa standing right there. You know, Jennifer and Teresa did not go to Joe Gorga's birthday party. You know, look, we've done it before with Jacqueline Lorita and Kathy and, and, you know, Teresa has filmed seasons where nobody was speaking to her except one person Danielle Cabral, I think, is in the middle. There's a lot of talk that she jumps ship and she's now with like Jackie and Margaret and all those people. I don't think that's the case. I just think she's granted if she's I mean, she has more people to film with on that side. I think Danielle Cabral will do whatever she has to to stay on the show. Um, We're filming without with these people speaking. They still haven't spoken to Risa and Melissa. They have not spoken there are scenes they are in together kind of like tom and ariana so is this just the new world that we can stay on shows together and just not film with our mortal enemy i could tell you Teresa and melissa hate each other as much as tom and ariana do sure that's a good question um that's a great question i think it's happening on two major bravo shows right now Well, I think with Melissa and Teresa, it's not that shocking because what we found out in the past year is really for 10 years, they haven't really been a family. They, they they haven't, you know, I, it sounds like even, you know, Joe Gorga may have only visited Teresa once or something the entire time she was in jail. You know, they, they don't like, you know, Joe Giudice, although there was that video where Joe Gorga's reunited with him briefly at Atlantis in the Bahamas. I mean, they haven't liked each other for a while. So I don't think it's a stretch for the two of them to film, whether they're filming or not filming. Now, Louie in the Mix is interesting to me. You you have far more scoop than I do. But, I mean, did Louie and Polly, who, of course, is um, Dolores' boyfriend, did they get into a physical fight? Did they almost come to blows? Am I reading that right? 
I'll admit it, as important as it is for me to eat healthy and put the right nutrients into my body and hydrate, I'm really not great at it. I'm always on the go. I'm never making that a priority, and I'm always hungry. This was a real problem until I discovered 310 Nutrition. I love 310 Nutrition's water hydrators. You just add them to water, and they make your water taste so much better. They also have refreshing lemonade mixes. My personal favorite, they're all-in-one shakes. I love their caramel sundae, their vanilla cake, the shamrock cream. I drink one of these shakes and it totally satisfies my hunger. They're low in fat and low carbs, which I love. They also satisfy my carb craving. But don't take my word for it. Right now, 310 is celebrating a new year of goals with code VELVETROPE and giving our listeners 50% off up to $100 off your first order. With so many sample packs, new products, it's really fun and it's easy to put together an order or start a subscription on products you know you'll use. Go to 310nutrition.com and use the code VELVETROPE right now for 50% up to $100 for your first order. That's 310nutrition.com and use code VELVETROPE. I've been telling you guys for a few weeks now about Rocket Money. Now, Rocket Money has helped me immensely with my TV streaming services. You know, I have to cover everything to talk to you guys about it. So I go on to Peacock and Hulu and Netflix and so on and so forth. And I need to watch a show once or watch a few episodes. And then I don't want it anymore. And I want to cancel the subscription. And then I forget. And Rocket Money has been great for that. But I have a new story to tell you guys about. One of my TV streaming services, which I didn't want to cancel, which I didn't cancel, they raised the price. Now, I never got an email and Rocket Money alerted me to the increase in the subscription price. Yes, Rocket Money does all of that. They're a personal finance app that finds and cancels your unwanted subscriptions, monitors your spending, and helps you lower your bill. I guarantee you each of you has subscriptions that you don't even know you have that you're being charged for. Rocket Money can help with all of that. Stop wasting your money on things you don't use. Cancel your unwanted subscriptions and manage your money the easy way by going to rocketmoney.com slash velvet rope that's rocketmoney.com slash velvet rope rocketmoney.com slash velvet rope all of you who listen to this podcast on the regular know two things about me i love reality tv and i love coffee I mean, how many cups of coffee do I drink on average here per show? Three. But what you guys may not know is that the only coffee I love is Starbucks. I love everything about a Starbucks. Do you know that I'm such a regular here in East Hampton at my Starbucks that in the morning when I go in, I don't even have to speak to them. They literally make my drink because I'm standing in line and hand it to me when I go to pay. Now, as we head into the fall, my normal fall drink is usually the pumpkin spice latte. But this fall, I need to tell you guys about the iced apple crisp. This new drink is an iced apple crisp oat milk shaken espresso. Yum. Just let that sink in. Do you know how good this is? It's made with blonde espresso, creamy oat milk, and spiced apple flavors. Oh my God. You could sit back and you can enjoy all autumn long. So you guys have to try this and let me know what you think. And listen, order ahead on the Starbucks app. That's right. Order ahead before you get there on the Starbucks app. And enjoy. Holly, John Fuda, and... Polly, Polly, we now found out has was sticking up for Louie. Oh, okay, that's it. That's it. Okay, thank you. So, because last at the reunion, if you remember, it ended where basically John Fuda was saying to Louie, like, you had my 
you know, ex, you had me investigated and my ex-wife and all of that, you know, the one who's like it was yes. on drugs and in jail. So that is picked up kind of like right where we've left off, you know? So look, I don't think they had an actual physical fight, but this show is going to be as toxic as ever. And yeah. listen, people are still DMing me saying they just don't want to see this anymore. People are saying they love the New York. They love New York. I love New York. I love New York. I don't see how, David, I okay, think let me watch. Go. Let me watch I'm, and focus. I'm obsessed. <coughs> You're obsessed. Joking. Um, obsessed. Obsessed. Really? Okay. Yes. Look, let me watch a few more episodes. Let me get up to speed with everybody. Um, I love it. The women, you know, Andy was right. Andy said these women have depth and story for days and they do. Oh my God. Their stories of how they were raised. Oh, Bryn by the maternal grandparents. You know, the parents were long gone. Um, oh my God. It is so, <sighs> and I mean, I'm obsessed with Bryn's style and, and Jenna, you know, you know, there's a lot more to Jenna. Um, and you know, Jenna, I love how delusional she is. You know, she comes down to eat Shashuka and she's got these huge diamond bracelets on. And, you know, I mean, And actually, I love it because I started out wanting to be like, I started out watching Jenna. Now I'm almost annoyed with Jenna because she seems to be holding back. And these other women, I mean, just what they've gone through. It's so good. And Uba, oh, my God, poor Uba losing her mom and, you know, trying to navigate being. I, I feel like and I can see why you're not that into it, because I feel like this show is I mean, women are Bravo. But I want to be into it. Right. And gay guys. But I do feel like this is a very women centric show, like uh, just the depth of like your mother, or your parents. I mean, I don't but know. I'm I practically like a woman like I'm I might as well be like, I mean, I'm I God knows what my testosterone levels are, guys. But I mean, I love the women. I mean, I'm like a tween. I loved Gossip Girl. I love Char. I'm like a tween that watches. I'm literally like a tween girl trapped in a gay man's body. So, I mean, The Hills was my favorite thing that's ever happened in life. Like, so, I mean, let's not give me too much credit here, but uh, I just, I just, listen, I, it's not that I don't like it. I just, I fall in behind. This is what happens here. Um, But I am going to watch it. It's one of my cities and I am going to watch it. I just haven't since I had Cy on the podcast. Um, but I mean, here we are. So a lot of people are saying they're not going to watch Jersey. They're just not going to watch it. It does seem to be as toxic as ever. Teresa was caught saying, I'm not doing this. I'm not even engaging. Everyone thinks she was talking about Melissa. I have some behind the scenes information that she was talking about Margaret. Like I actually think this is my opinion. Yeah. Tell me, tell me. I'm not coming for anyone. I really think, and I have good reason to believe this. I'm not going to reveal why. I think Teresa has more of an issue with Margaret than she does Melissa. Like, if it's nothing to do with me, but I think that she, look, I don't think she likes Melissa. I don't think she wants anything to do with Melissa. I think she's done with Joe. But I think Melissa is truly harmless. And I think Teresa knows that. She's not digging up dirt. She's not. I also think the chances of them getting rid of Margaret are much greater than Melissa. And I think Teresa knows that. I mean, she kind of shot her shot last season and then said, I'll never speak to you again. And Melissa is still here. I don't think they want to get rid of Melissa. If they did, they would have. This, I'm in the future. Who knows? I think 
truly from my sources that Miss Judice has set her has set her like sights on Margaret, not on Teresa. So put your producer hat on for us. What do you think? You know, audiences are saying that they're not going to watch. I don't I never buy any of that. What do you think? Do you think that this uh, next season people are going to tune in? I just think people want to know. They do. You So you think yeah. out of curiosity, people are going to watch. Yeah, I do. And do you think we're going, because they're almost shooting separate shows, you know, with Teresa and yeah. Jen and then, you know, Melissa and her crew. And like um, everyone else, basically. And we have two newbies that are Danielle's friends. I still think, I mean, not everyone's going to be a housewife. I still think... I still think this is like a Game of Thrones season because we have two newbies. We had a full cast. I think they're just filming everything and they're just going to figure it out. That's honestly what I think. Stranger things have happened. I mean, we had Jackie that was going to be a housewife that was demoted. Like, I don't really know if they know who's in and who's out. I mean, Teresa's obviously, and I'm sure Melissa will be. That's just my opinion. That I'm not sure everyone, just everyone being back means that they're a full-time housewife. Maybe they are. Maybe I'm wrong. We'll see, right? And what do you make of everybody coming back? Do you think that Bravo has learned their lesson that that how New York ended really changed? And of course, Dallas ended. Um, we'll see how Salt Lake does <clears throat> coming back in September. But do you think they just have learned from the past? And and I, I don't think RHOA has done particularly well uh, this past season. Do you think they just really at this stage in the game cannot rock the boat unless the boat has to be rocked. They they really are just going to go with kind of status quo. No, I truly think that they didn't know what to do in Jersey. And I think that there were so many unanswered questions. And I think that when they sat there and they figured out, like, could we get rid of Melissa? Could we get rid of Margaret? Could we get rid of all these people that it was more of a mess than just bringing everyone back one more season and figuring, let's just see what happens, let the animals run wild. And I think that they didn't know what to do in Jersey and just bringing everyone back seemed easier. They weren't going to fire everyone. They're not going to fire Teresa. Jennifer Aiden is her only ally. She's not getting fired. I just think they figured like, we don't know what to do. We looked at the scenarios of getting rid of some, and that looks wrong. Let's just have everyone back, become wild animals, another toxic season. And let's see what happens as the weeks go on and who kind of rises to the top and what really happens. I really do. I just think they didn't know what else to do. And if you really don't know what to do and the whiteboard names a race doesn't look right, why not just bring everyone back? I truly think that's what happens. That's my honest opinion. Interesting. Okay. That's okay. My honest opinion. What do you make of this John Fuda story? I mean, you sent this to me. You were like, 911 must read. I read about John Fuda. And, Which one? Because you know, now it's like, if you know, whatever my 911 is at the moment, then I get over it. So what, what well, 911 you know, was this? Brittany, the, the biological mother of uh, his son 
and the ex. I mean, you know, look, she's alleging he was a drug dealer. He was arrested at 18. It was expunged from his um, record because he was 18 at the time. He was arrested again for 21 for being a hardcore drug dealer. Uh, and he loves a dildo on his ass and showed up to her house with a double sided dildo and thought she'd be really excited about it. And she was like, uh, no, I'm not really into this. He wasn't happy about that. He wants a finger in his butthole all the time. I mean, there's a lot of detail. Do uh, we do we believe her? I mean, you know, she it's hard. She's had a drug addiction for a long time. Sounds like she's sober now, I think, and has been for a while. I didn't find it to be all that damning. I mean, I mean, I don't know what a dildo mean? and a finger in the ass have to do with like all Honey, the other stuff against <laughs> John Fuda. Lord, you go to the mall and every fifth person that you look at wants that. I mean, uh, that didn't seem all that exciting. Do we believe he could be could have been a drug dealer back in the day? And and they keep saying he was a drug dealer. He was coked out. Um, His wife, Rachel, you know, allegedly was on drugs. She was coked out. She wanted the coke. That's what it all says. I mean, I don't know. I mean, (sighs) It's Jersey is so messy already. And it's, we haven't even, we're not even in like the first month and a half of filming, you know, it's so, I mean, and part of me is like, look, I have nothing wrong with the fact that if he was a drug dealer, I guess once again, we're going to, are we trying to like now portray one image on the screen when we have skeletons to your point with these women with New York, they just got it. I don't know if Andy sat them down. I don't know if they called up, you know, Jill Zarin held court and had a luncheon for all of them. I don't know what happened, but they are sharing. And that's what you do on reality TV. So wouldn't that be a great story for John Fuda if he said, look at my life? And Rachel said, look at our life. And you were a drug dealer when I met you and look at our life now. I mean, allegedly, that's what they're so. I mean, well, I mean, you know, you're assuming that they're doing things on the up and up now. I mean, I, I think the thing that you see with the New York women, right, is I don't some of them have money. I don't know that any of them are particularly uber, uber rich, except right. for maybe Aaron and, you know, Jenna. Aaron's a, Jen, Jen and Jenna. Clearly, you know, she, she got a lot of money, I'm sure, from the um, J. Crew days. President, and then it goes public. I mean, I think that's pretty. That's a lot of money. I would say that's like. $20, oh, yeah. Dollars, I would think. I'm, I, I think Fish. you're right. Right. Um, but, you know, I mean, I think we're assuming John Food. You know, there's something and you've always I think you've always said this, but I always feel this about, you know, part of the allure of Jersey to me is there's always a level of like, aren't they all in the mafia? Like, I mean, there's just like, there's something oh, going on. You know, I mean, right. I mean, that was. and Well, like, a business deals that don't really add up, you know. I find the story of Carolyn Manzo's father-in-law fascinating. You know, of course, to this day, they swear he was never in the mob. And, you know, but Carolyn Manzo's father-in-law, the story is difficult to read, but was murdered. And, you know, that was always an alleged mob hit. You know, again, they did not. And again, you know, not to make it about me, but a lot of people always say about me, like, you know, um, failed lawyer who now doesn't have a real job. So a lot of people think I'm like on uh, out on the streets and destitute, and I'm not going to correct them because I know what my situation is. So I think sometimes people do have financial success. I mean, I could lay it out for everyone, but I don't answer to people. So who knows? But there is this, there is this like, there's nobody in Jersey that has a real, like, where is any of their money coming from? Margaret, how much does Macbeth make? Louis, 
I mean, how does Louie have money? None of it makes sense to me. None of it. Pauly, sorry, Dolores. I mean, oh, you're God, not, Pauly's you're not, so hot. you're not, oh. are you kidding me? I love Are you look, drunk? Are you I'm drunk? Irish. I'm I find Irish Pauly... and Scottish and oh, I find Polly so hot. Like he's just such that dark Irish. Ugh. I kind of like it. You, what? You don't, you don't find Polly attractive the at all? The thought of <laughs> fooling around with Polly makes me want to throw up and puke. Dude. The only really? house husband from New Jersey, I think even, Cur- well, now there's two, uh, Evan Goldschneider, a far one, and I would put Nate Nate uh, Cabral at number two. I don't think there's any other house husband ever from New Jersey. I'm talking old school, current. I don't see one other one that I would be interested in other than Evan and Nate. That's it. I'm going to oh stop God. there. You don't find Polly hot? Oh my God. He is like old school no. Irish. Oh my God. So I find, funny. I find Louie hotter than Polly personally. That's just me. Interesting. That's just me. That's just I me. love he and Dolores together. I hope it totally works. And, uh, and like now that she's with him, isn't it so annoying to look back? Who was it? Was it David? That awful doctor that really wanted nothing to do. It was just so but weird. You know what? Was in, in the, the real world, in yeah. the real world, David treated Dolores so well. I mean, I really? guess he he wasn't there emotionally. I don't know. I guess I guess I'm focused on other the wrong thing. Oh my god! You know what? Polly is hot. Ugh. Paul Connell, I love hard, it. So hard. It's a hard pass for me, girl. Skincare is so important to me because why wouldn't I want to look my best? I'm staring at myself in these Zooms all day. And when it comes to skincare, I turn to Oak Essentials. I have a lot of requirements for my skincare. I want skincare that is clean and pure. I want skincare that smells great. I want skincare that feels luxurious and rich, but doesn't break the bank. And that's why I love Oak Essentials. These are luxurious products that actually work. My favorite product from Oak Essentials, they have so many, is the Moisture Rich Balm. I use it during the day. I just need a little bit. A little bit goes a long way. And at night, I use it. And I just use it while I sleep all night. And I wake up with my skin glowing. You can buy it on its own or part of one of the Oak Essentials best-selling bundles, which would include also the Ritual Oil, a cleansing balm, a balm balancing mist, and a restorative mask. Oak Essentials is the go-to skincare brand for radiant and glowing skin. Right now, my followers get 15% off your first order when you use code VELVET at checkout. That's 15% off your first order at O-A-K-E-S-S-E-N-T-I-A-L-S.com, promo code VELVET. Whether you're starting from scratch or filling in the gaps, Oak Essentials gives you one less thing to worry about. Treat yourself because you deserve it. Rakuten, I need to tell you guys about Rakuten. Rakuten is one of my favorite websites I've ever discovered because their members get cash back on everything that you buy. Rakuten is a shopping platform that partners with over 4,200 stores across every category, beauty, clothing, electronics, home, department stores, pets. Should I continue? I'm shopping at these stores regardless. Now I get cash back just for buying things that I would buy anyway. It's really that simple. Everyone that knows me knows that I have a skincare addiction. I love skincare and I buy a lot of my skincare from Sephora. So now instead of going into the store or buying it directly from the Sephora website, I first go to Rakuten where I'm a member and I buy my Sephora skincare products through the Rakuten website. That means when I buy these products, I now get cash back. So many other stores that are involved with Macy's, Nike, Adidas, Petco. I could really go on forever. 
Membership is free and it's so easy to sign up. Are you buying something online right now? You could be getting money back if you were a member of Rakuten. So start shopping at Rakuten, R-A-K-U-T-E-N.com or get the Rakuten app to start saving today. Your cash back really adds up. Um, But who knows what we're going to see on next season of New Jersey. Listen, I've heard a lot of things that they're going to try to do with casting. So I personally... This is me personally. Yeah. I don't care if everyone's there and is a superstar. Everyone thinks I have an ulterior motive in New Jersey. I really don't. I'm not sure that every person being asked back, plus these two friends of Danielle's that are kicking around, are all going to be housewives when this thing comes out. Like, I'm not sure that things aren't, I I really feel that it's like a Game of Thrones, like, let's film and just see where the story takes us and who's in and who doesn't really bring it that's just my opinion um but we will see i'm very excited jersey is filming and i have some behind the scenes tea that i oh my god you have got to work your sources honey i want to know everything that's i have some there's some things i'm going to be talking about on patreon that i am not supposed to really discuss about future casting but you know what don't tell me something if you don't want me to repeat it as you say, it's not show friends, it's show business. So regardless of who people might think I'm friends with, once you put something in my ear, I'm going to repeat it, whether it's true or not, um, on Patreon. Now, what else is keeping you up at night? Anything um, I've got a big one. Talk Your friend, Ronald Richards, I think Ronald and I are oh. still, being, I have no, nothing against Ronald and his wife. I mean, they want to be famous. Like we all want to be famous. Just admit it. But uh, anyway, Ronald don't you still come for my Ronald Richards? I, I, no, nothing against. Just admit you want to be famous, Ronald. That's all the only thing. I don't understand. We could be pals. I want to be famous too. We should team up. Uh, but anyway, Ronald tweeted out that Mr. Girardi, Tom Girardi, is ordered to be in court. No excuse. Uh, coming up for part of his trial. This is a big one, I think, because and Ronald makes a good lawyer's argument. If he is has dementia and Alzheimer's, as they allege, wouldn't you want him in court? He'll be confused. He'll, you know, I mean, he may wander. I mean, you know, wouldn't you want to bring him to court? But Ronald does essentially say this is not good news for uh, Tom Girardi because they probably believe that Tom is competent enough yeah, to stand. right. I mean, that is, I think, the essence of what they're saying, right? Like, so, I mean, what is the trial? Is he going to court? I didn't really read this to, like, determine well, is- capacity. Or is yeah. it like, no, you, you, we actually have capacity and we're moving forward. Or is this to determine capacity? The courts have ordered that Tom Girardi is present in person for his competency hearing. No Ooh, waiver God. of appearance. Not a good sign for him, Ronald Richards says. Minutes in chambers order by the judge. Defendant Thomas Vincent Girardi has filed two waivers of the right to be present in this case. To the extent defendant intends to waive his appearance at the scheduled competency hearing, the court hereby orders defendant to be present. So he tried twice. His counsel tried twice that he uh, did not have to be present. But he I, has I to under- be present. First of all, Sarah, I want to congratulate you for, um, you know, you're actually saying some good things about my friend Ronald Richards. And I'm not being sarcastic. I, Ronald Richards, who is listening possibly, I think, um, please know I have nothing but 
phenomenal things to say about you. I thoroughly enjoyed you as a guest on my podcast. I absolutely want you back for many more appearances. I've planned on calling you many times. I just got a little busy here, which is not an ego. And anything (laughs) that this woman next to me, Sarah Fraser, says about you, I will throw her under the bus. She could say what she wants, but please do not associate me with her words because I like you. Now, so congratulations, Sarah. You said some positive things. Um, It makes sense to me. Like, how are we going to determine capacity if you are not there? Now, look, I think it's, you can try to fake it. I don't think that's so easy, right? Like if I'm like, where am I? Who is this? Why are there lips behind you? I don't know you. Why are you, why are you holding a pink thing in front of your, your mouth? What is this? What am I doing here? I mean- do you believe me that I don't know where I am? I mean, how is he gonna? I mean, you can try to fake it, right? Like, I don't know if competency is how do you how do you prove competency if someone is trying to act out of it? This is a real question. I mean, I guess are there experts that can tell? I don't know. I would imagine, don't you think? Do they well, look at the pupils of the dilation of your eyes? I mean, I'm being really serious. Well, an MRI brain scan will tell a lot, you That'll know, because sure. that can determine that can tell, you know, if by the cells in your brain, they can tell if it degeneration is like looking like it's Alzheimer's or a form of dementia. So I don't know, can the court order him to have an MRI? I would think, I mean, these are pretty serious charges. Um, You know what my question is? What? Sarah's smiling. She knows this is going to be an interesting one. When she is put, and this is no shade because I am headed to Vegas, guys. When she is putting on her outfit and getting on the jet, heading to Vegas to bet on blonde, does Erica miss Tom? Yes, I can. I, I can tell you this I without so. hesitation, a hundred percent. Erica, love. I I believe. I don't know, know. Miss Girardi. Although you and I have met her, um, and you've met her more than I have at Homeless Not Toothless. I believe from seeing her, I think she absolutely was in love a hundred percent with Tom Jory. I don't think she gave think a rip so. that he was cheating. I think she probably was well aware he had purchased a judge here in LA County, a, you know, by the water Santa Monica apartment. I think she probably knew, I don't know if she knew all that, but she probably knew things were going on, but I think she loved Tom. Absolutely. That was the love of her life. I think Tom, brought her into Hollywood circles she never would have been in otherwise. And for a long time, clearly, Tom fucking stole, you know, millions of dollars to make her dream come true. Yeah, I think she loves him. What a strange fucked up man to like, in what world do do you, 30 years older, cheat on that sex kitten? That's all I'm asking like, well he wasn't a good person he wasn't and like person. look if you're insecure like Jax has even said like when he cheated like it is sometimes cheating really is about you man or woman it's about you and your own insecurities and your need for external validation and when you have someone who's gorgeous it doesn't matter you already know you have them right. and it's already validated and the whole inside of you is still there and you need more external valuation you need it from everyone like most of our reality TV stars. Um, you know, I really, that, this isn't even on our list here. I find it so pathetic when these people, these women, a lot of times, housewives, real housewives are off the air and it's just, they can't let it go. They just spend the rest of their life trying to get back on the air. That's, then you have like the Kathy Wakili's of the world, the Amber Marchese's, 
people that really, Alexis Bellino is kind of like, I'm good. The people that really just are like, no. I wonder if Raquel Levis will be that. I mean, we know she turned down Vanderpump Rules. You know, some people just really, it's not their goal. They really, they're truly like Kathy Wakili, Alexis, Amber. I'm not saying they wouldn't be back, offered a girl's trip for 250, what it's, but they're in between the calls to go back. I mean, of course, go back. I think Kristen Tateman is one of them. I think she was absolutely happy and content in life. And when your phone rings and it's like 250, yeah, of course I'll take it. But then there's all the rest that just spend time and call and like, like, yeah, that's all I'm going to say. I was going to tell a Heather McDonald story, but I probably shouldn't like, I don't know what you can't tease us like that. Okay. Listen, like it's not that big a deal. It's not that big a deal, but like Rachel, you could tell us it's nothing was said in shade. I've just taken it to, so like Heather McDonald was in town. She was staying with Jill Zarin in Sag Harbor down the street from where I live because she had shows at West Hampton. You're friends with with Jill, and by okay, keep going because so Heather commutes. I love that. So like staying with Jill, which is that's a whole other. West Hampton is not so close to Sag Harbor. It's like 50 minutes. Okay, it's not that far, but I don't know if it were me, I would just get a hotel. Now, granted, in August the hotels are like fifteen hundred dollars a night. So point taken, I would probably maybe not get a hotel. That's not even the point. So then when Heather's in town. She is now dialing for dollars. So like she calls my friend, Rachel Hucatel, and is like, so I'm in New York, like this day and this day, like, are you around? Now that would, if I didn't live in, like when I come to LA, I call you because like you're my real friend. There's no ulterior motive, but yes, Rachel Hucatel has been on Heather's show before, but they're not like friends. So it's like, what did you go down your list and like the new New York housewives haven't called you back and like what, you just need to figure out who to get that's famous that you need the picture with that night. That's how I take it. Sorry. That is how I read this situation. That's what they all do. I find that pathetic. That's all. Here I go. I'm going to get myself in trouble, but that's truly how I feel. Do, I mean, do, you don't see it that you see it a different way. I, I honestly, I see no other way to read that situation. That's where my mind goes. I'm sorry. Well, I mean, I feel like that's a mutually look, Heather, Heather has one of the biggest podcasts ever of all podcasts. Juicy Scoop is enormous. It's big. I would I would take that as a compliment if Heather called me up. And I mean, said, I asked her to go to lunch. Like I'm not shading Heather when she shaded me when I came to L.A. and she kind of threatened me Godfather style. And I said, let me take you to lunch. So I'm not knocking it. I'm just saying like. I, I don't think, okay. I mean, you always usually make great points. Before Heather so now I goes and shows a DM. Well, David asked me to lunch. I did. I'll put it out there. That was months ago. Come on. But Rachel's not even there. I think, and she's and like, I told you, you should. You should shoot your shot. She, I mean, Juicy Scoop is huge. She has a great podcast. And she, you guys, she should be on your podcast. You should be on hers. I need to be on Juicy Scoop. She I feels she's too famous to be on Behind the Velvet Quilt. Well, Heather, come on. Come on down. We have come good audiences. Down. That love you. Um, I don't even anyway. know what made me tell that story. I'm sorry. That's I shouldn't be. Nasty I don't. I, that doesn't really like. They're in the same atmosphere to me. Like that. That doesn't bother me because um, Juicy Scoop is all about reality television, and and uh, so that like doesn't seem like a stretch. But to this me. was just like, a, are you around? Let's get together. I don't know. I find it. I find it a little weird. That's just me. Well, Rachel needs to get together with her. You need. She's to not in town. I think. Oh. I think you guys, I think you and Heather would have a lot in common, actually. 
Uh-huh. And you could trade a lot of stories. And I love me. I, I do. I Because I actually think Heather really puts on a good show. Like she actually does She's, research. I've seen her live before. Really... She's very funny. I have to say, believe it or not, she does <laughs> the, 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 the comedy show that she does. I find better than Juicy Scoop. She's like, when I went to her actual comedy, I was like, is this going to be good? I really didn't think it was. Phenomenal. Honestly, I have to give her props. Really good. I um, love that. Go on. <laughs> keep talking about myself heading to Vegas to bet on blonde. Is Sarah Frazier heading to Vegas to no, bet on BravoCon? I'm not. Oh, <gasps> oh BravoCon? Yes. yes. BravoCon. I am sa- now, but I'll be very curious. To. Well, I would be curious if any of our listeners are on the wait list for VIP and have you been charged? Have you gotten your tickets? Because I remain on the VIP wait list. And again, I, I just, I refuse to believe that there are that many people out there that want to pay $1,600 for a B. I don't know why I haven't been charged. I'm doing it as a business move because you and I, I'm covering it for our shows, for the audience. That's the only reason I'm paying VIP. I don't know. I find it interesting. I haven't gotten charged. I would be curious to see if other people have. Are they going through the list and charging you for VIP? Every, you know, they keep releasing the lists of people that are going to be at BravoCon. But to you me, don't even like, have like the regular ticket, right? Like, no, I have nothing. List. I have nothing. Okay. I, so I, I have a hotel booked at the Caesar where oh. they're having this event, but I have no ticket. So, and myself and Andrea Lopez comedy, she does an incredible impression of Teresa Giudice, and she's open for Teresa for some of Teresa's live podcast shows. We're supposed to be going together to cover this and cover, you know, it for you and everything. You don't have to go, though. I'm not forcing. Well, I've I've said to you, I I don't know, because I guess do you just stay on the list till the very last minute? I have no idea. Right. Or did they tell you at some point like, oh, hey, I've never got I just got in the last two times. So I never went on to a list. I didn't know that that really works. I don't even know how that works. Like if people have bought the tickets, what someone reaches out and says, I'm panicked. I don't want to go. I'm having a bad year i want my money back and they say hold on let us take time out of our day and give you your money back because someone else wants to go i mean i don't know how it works i'm not forcing you to go we will be covering BravoCon in depth regardless and do i need to be there no because the minute that erica jane falls down the stairs the minute that kyle looks at someone the wrong way the minute Teresa says to melissa get out of my face it's going to be all over the blogs and we will cover it and give our opinion so i do not need to be there I am not making you go there. I can't I'm going like there's nothing I would like to do less. Honestly, for me, I've outgrown it. I'm not interested. Okay, I will well, go really if they call. Okay, well, I love that. And this audience will love it too. Okay, um, so I am, but you know, also I'm fine to not go because I feel like I'll be knocked up by then again. And you know, my number one I have two goals. Um, get us a TV show and and have another healthy baby. So I, I like the TV show one. <laughs> I like that one. Yes, Focus I know. Focus on that one, girl. Yes, Focus I know. On that one. Because you're not really into the kids. But uh, <sighs> I mean, but I so, support you. BravoCon is and but see, then I feel like, you know, a lot of a lot of insiders listen to our show. So I mean, Bravo producers are probably listening and going, Well, this bitch, she doesn't even this ain't even in her top three of things. We're not giving this girl a fucking VIP ticket. Like this bitch. You know, we want the diehards to have VIP. So if you guys are listening, I am a diehard. I've been a diehard for over a decade. Yes, do I want my own TV show with David Yontif and a healthy baby girl? Yeah, but I mean, I would gladly go and and fawn over you all and love Bravo shows. So give me a ticket. I know you guys are listening. 
Get a ring, guys. And I'll get say nice ring. things about you. Come on. Come on. Um, I mean, that is how it works. Um, do you think, I mean, Kyle is like, she was just in Italy with Mauricio and the kids and happy. And like, I mean, I don't know. I really just think this was a whole publicity thing. I, I really we do. We have been queer baited up and down the streets, honey. When was the last time you got queer baited? I'd have to think about that. Taylor um, Armstrong, I'm bisexual. Before that, who was the last person that famously queer baited? Madonna. Wasn't Madonna like a, a lesbian for like two seconds or something? But not really. We've been queer baited, honey, big time. I mean, and I still don't see, I mean, I know it helps everyone, but it certainly helps Morgan the most. I mean, I don't know. I'm I'm shocked at Kyle. I'm shocked. I know you're not. You think the whole town is about this, but I'm just, yeah, I guess I'm shocked. Honestly, I'm shocked that this, she would do this just for press. Much like our girl Lisa Vanderpump is most likely calling TMZ going, Dolly, Dolly, I'll be outside of Sir. And then did you see one? It was Schwartzy with the blonde hair and they're asking him about the blonde. And then they're asking him about Raquel, you know, listen, they all stopped them all about Bethany's interview. And they're like, I, I, I don't know about that. I haven't listened yet. And even Tom is like, I don't know. Listen, I think the revenge porn is a real thing. I think Tom, Ariana and Bravo could all be sued. Whether you win or not, I just think if it were me, I would sue. I've said this before. We'll stick by it. If I listened to that interview and I heard the revenge porn come up, I would be worried if I were Ariana Tom Wait. or Bravo. That's just, okay. That's just me. But set the scene for this revenge porn thing on the Bethany episode with Rachel. This is how Rachel the whole thing came out. Says, okay, so Kristen Doty was there at that live show. It was no, Ariana? Ariana and Sheena. Uh, okay, so Ari- set the- yeah, Ariana. Wait, yeah, Ariana. Ariana was there, yes. And his phone falls out because he's up on stage. I mean, this is a lot of things. Someone the other day slipped in my DMs and they're like, do you think Ariana and Tom staged this whole thing? They're living together. She's making millions. Did they stage this whole thing to save the show? I'm like, I mean, I doubt it, but wow. Um, the no, phone but do I think out. that their relationship was long over before this? Yeah. Yes. Okay. The phone fell out, picked up the phone. She happens to know his passcodes because he never changed them. She had an inkling to look at the phone. We all have an inkling to look at someone's phone when it's in our hands, don't we? You type in the, the, you know, you don't need the face thing. You type in, you type in the whatever and you, you, um, and you, um, and you, um. Are you getting get a text? There. Yeah. Someone, uh, yeah, sorry. Happening. He's very distracted. Are you getting a food sorry. delivery or is this um, incoming? No, sorry. Um, what was I going to say? Um, so okay, basically so you somebody's code. Right. For and so then the you phone. see the phone, you see her masturbating, you see like, what the hell is this? That's how it all came. Then the rumor. So it's like, so, you know, allegedly he filmed this without her consent, which is not okay in California. Allegedly Ariana sent it. Everyone's going to tell me Ariana says she didn't send it out. Okay. Well, the person who killed someone this morning says they didn't do it too, okay? And there's a bridge in Brooklyn that I own that I'm going to sell you. So if Ariana did take it and send it around to Sheena and and Alala or anyone else and say, look at this, now she sent it. And now I think 
if Raquel brings this up on air to Tom, and then afterwards Tom says, cut that scene, it makes me look bad. But there's a lot of different things you could sue for. But I think there's a case that could at least look, you're not going to sue Ariana only or Tom only. You're going to throw Bravo, the Bravo NBC network in there. If it were me, just like with Carolyn Banzo, which Bethany's now alluded to, I would I would sue. That's just me. I don't sue people if there's no cause of action. When there's a cause of action, you sue. That's how I feel, honestly. So yeah. I'm not sure we've heard that the 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 last of this. You don't have to sue right away. You have a statute of limitations. It takes the time. You could take a week. You could take a month. Um, that's very yeah. fascinating. Uh, yeah, I mean, that's interesting. Um, will she sue for the revenge porn? Yeah, that's pretty shitty for, for them to do. I mean, I will say. So, I don't know. We got a lot to talk about. We got a lot, a lot to, talk to talk about. about. All right. Loving you and leaving you. People need to follow me at Behind Velvet Rope. You at the Sarah, at the Sarah Fraser, Fraser, Fraser Show. Show. Brand new podcast, seven days a week. And part two of my Big Ed and Liz interview. They are on 90 Day Fiance Last Resort. A lot of people are very fired up about this. How could Liz stay with him? Well, they discuss how they've kept their relationship together. Liz got a brand new diamond engagement ring after that famous 90 Day scene where she threw hers and lost it on somebody's lawn in San Diego. Oh, honey, he was sent to sensitivity training by TLC Network. I love Big Ed. I love Big Ed. I saw some pictures of him since you said that, you know? Yeah. All right, that's it for me. Keep in touch, Sarah, please. Love you, David. We'll talk to you soon. Love you. Bye. Thanks for listening to yet another episode of Behind the Velvet Rope. Because without you listeners, I would just be a crazy person with voices in my head. And if you like what you hear, subscribe, subscribe, subscribe on Apple Podcasts under Behind the Velvet Rope. And when you're done subscribing, feel free to leave a five-star write-up review because the write-up reviews actually count. We read each and every one of them. We post the best ones and the reviews really help our shows keep going. And we really appreciate everything you guys say, especially the positive ones. And if you want to find us online, we're at Behind Velvet Rope on Instagram. We are at David Yontef on Instagram. We're behind the Velvet Rope on Apple Podcasts. Or head on over to Patreon because you know what? There are just some things we can't talk about here. So for our bonus episodes, go to Patreon and type in Behind the Velvet Rope. And if you still aren't sick of me and you want more David, go to Cameo and book me on Cameo. And you can ask me anything there. I'll answer whatever you want. And I have a bargain basement price of $10. Thank you guys. See you soon.